If you want to know anything and everything there is to know about how to sell your house, you're in the right spot, my friend. Welcome to the How to Sell a House podcast. Welcome to the How to Sell Your House podcast. Today, we are going to get into the truth about open houses. Are they really worth it? Stay tuned, listen to see our thoughts on open houses. Also talk a little bit about uh, coming soon strategy, and we'll get into all the details about open houses. We are real estate agents here in North County, San Diego, and we do work in this North County area, but we also know agents all across the country. So if you are thinking about selling and learning about how to sell your home with our podcast, definitely get in touch with us and we can help find an agent in your area. And if you're just looking for more information, some more resources, go to howtosellahousepodcast.com. You can see all the episodes there, but you can also find a whole bunch of information about how to sell your house. I'm Cassidy Lewis. Lauren Sanders. And Chris Erickson here. Let's jump into the truth about open houses. So you want to sell your house and your agent has said, we need to set up an open house. There's two kinds of open houses to start off with. One highly recommended all the time is a broker's caravan open house. And that's to let all the brokers and agents in your neighborhood area um, know about your house. Come in and see it, visit, get excited about selling your home. Those should be set up, should be done. And then there's the public open house where you invite the public. Those many times should be done, I guess I would say. So there's some pros and cons to it, and there's some kinds of open houses that are probably not worth doing, and so we'll talk about those. Yeah, one of the – so open houses potentially are a great marketing strategy get your home in front of more buyers. Obviously, once it hits the MLS, we call it going live, once the home is live on the market – Right now, anybody who has those alerts set up, obviously agents, but any buyers out there, they're going to get hit with, okay, your house is on the market. When can we go see it? Let's get showings set up. Some people just have private showings where you have to set it up through your agent, give them a call, get it get it all done. Uh, other agent strategy is to get the home on the market. Let's say Tuesday, Wednesday, let it sit on the market all the way to the weekend. The first showings potentially being that weekend, that open house. And in that strategy, it actually it kind of works in a lot of markets, actually. So right now, we're sitting at the uh, mid-May right now, 2022, and the market's just nuts. So the pool of buyers is nuts. When we, we see agents in our market do that kind of strategy where they have one open house on a Saturday from 1 to 4 p.m., you can just imagine the pool of buyers that want to see this house everybody's going during that time. It's a madhouse. Cassie just went to one with some clients. When was that? A few weeks ago? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. And it was, it just looks like chaos. And it looks like you have to, if you're going to write an offer on the property, it looks like you're going to have a ton of competition. There probably was a ton of competition um, and ended up going for way over list price, but it just gives that feeling to buyers and buyers agents. Honestly, it makes you feel like you have to write something crazy too, because there was just so many people and it was just one group after another, after another, after another, trying to figure out how to get through doorways without you know running into people. So um, it definitely creates that frenzy feel. FOMO. Yeah, and FOMO. If you don't do something, it, you're going to miss out. Exactly. And so that was kind of the feel. It, and the, and it, their strategy worked. They got a price that was crazy over list price. Um, so in that case, it did work out. One, one point to look at with those kind of buyers too, sometimes – if you'll see um, properties go on, they have this large amount of interest, a number of buyers, 
many times you'll see people drop out. They'll get the house and then, you know, they sit back and go, whoa, what are we doing? We're paying this. And we actually, we didn't even look at the house. We were only there for 10 minutes. <laughs> and so sometimes you don't get the best buyer necessarily. It might be somebody that writes a highest dollar amount. But so the, the frenzy part of it can create some interesting situations, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of the cons, obviously, you're going to be out of your house for that time. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be out of your house. <laughs> Don't hang out during the open house. Let your agent take care of it. So you get a good gauge of kind of the interest in your house. Get a follow up afterwards. You know, how, how many people came through, et cetera. Like I said, right now, since we haven't had open houses for a few years, a lot of people, even just looky lose, all that kind of stuff, are going through open houses, checking out. So, you know, they are quite busy. During a few years ago when the market wasn't quite as hot, you know, sometimes you sit at an open house on a not crazy desirable property and you might get, you know, three or four people coming through. It is a way to potentially control as a seller all of those showings into one condensed space. So, you know, the other strategy, which we've mentioned in the past of having the most exposure of your house possible, which is always good, allowing as many showings as you can. It could be tough if you have kids, if you have family stuff going on if you have just you need pets. to be at your house pets yeah and and so if you're able to control let's get everybody in here for these three hours uh, maybe give an hour on each side so five hours total for you know the agent to get it set up get it taken down all that kind of stuff nonetheless it will be a controlled timeline for you in one or two days and in a hot market a lot of homes are selling market times are super low and so sometimes you do only need that first weekend open house it's going to sell you're going to get offers in a slower market maybe don't totally expect that you just never know uh so it's all really market dependent but right now in a crazy seller's market it's definitely uh, one way to go one of the one of the downsides i guess to doing it just a regular open house is you're going to get people that don't qualify at all for your house so you're you're letting people in your house that you might not not that they're not nice people, but maybe. <laughs> and then you get a lot of – the last one I uh, did, I think we had four or five people were neighbors just coming to check out the house. And um, so that's not necessarily good or bad, but it is – they're probably not writing an offer on it. One of the strategies to to get the best open house, you know, so so there's – I think if you do an open house with a strategy and, and – and, uh, more like a mega where you're really trying to get the best bang uh, for your time and money spent, it makes sense. If you're just throwing signs up and seeing who randomly comes in, I would say that's probably not a good use of your time as a home seller and um, the agent's time. Uh, Agents that want to do that are typically just looking to grab buyers. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. That type of of open houses is more geared towards getting the agent – whoever's sitting in the open house business, not so much trying to get your home sold. You know, when we have sellers ask about doing open houses and, and they don't want to do it, like our strategy of like trying to actually get that frenzy and kind of get that um, like mega open house style, like Lauren mentioned, we always just say, you know, it's that kind is the right way to go. If we're just going to have some agent sit it on a Sunday where it's not that feel, it's usually geared towards getting that agent some kind of um, business. One of the things we had, I remember we had a time period where people were going through splitting up, two people were going split up. And then if you're one agent sitting there on an open house, they were going through people's 
you know, trying mm-hmm. to find drugs, uh, not illicit drugs, but they're trying, mm-hmm. to, trying to find uh, prescription stuff. And so we had a little bit of that. So those things tend to happen when you don't have a plan and you don't have the right setup uh, to allow people to come through, sign in before they come through, have them on camera. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing to do too. Yeah. So when having, if it's a large enough house, having a couple agents, like if, if you're, well, first of all, if you have prescriptions or valuables or firearms, things like that, they need to be locked away. They need to be For sure. gone out of the house. I mean, even bring them with you. If you've got prescriptions, put them in the car with you and take them for the day. Like um, that's one of those things that we tell all of our clients, our sellers, that that is the number one importance. If you have something in your house that you don't want leaving with somebody, you take it with you. And yes, you'd think that's everything in your house. You don't want anything (laughs) stolen, but the like create the, you know, really valuable things, dangerous things, those things need to be out. But also if the home is 5,000 square feet or, you know, 4,500 square feet and there's concern about that, have a couple agents in there because in having a couple agents in an open house, as long as it's not like 800 square feet where it's super uncomfortable <laughs> to be sitting, it's it's not a bad thing anyway. I think it's nice al- to- it's almost always good. Yeah. Just because the the one agent can focus on the people coming through and the other one can kind of keep track of what's in general on. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And on that note of kind of doing the open house properly, not just kind of willy-nilly, as with anything – that we do as agents, you know, kind of have a plan, have a marketing plan, have have all those pieces in play. Marketing, where where is the agent marketing in it? Uh, they doing some online marketing, Instagram, Facebook. They just doing the traditional flyers, word of mouth. One of the biggest ways they market is just put it, like I said, on the MLS, and it kind of populates to all the websites, Zillow, Compass, Redfin. Yeah, so make sure you have plenty of signs out, or your agent has plenty of signs out, strategically placed, so you are bringing people just cruising by. Uh, potentially having a sign-in sheet either on an iPad or something like that so you can track who's coming in. Like we said, cameras. There are definitely strategies to have a good open house. So once you've decided to have an open house, it's that day, you're getting ready to go. The big important things are are have it as presentable as possible. So you want to make sure it's just as clean as it was when you took photos. You want to have everything put away that you, you know, that you put away for photos if it's kids toys or dog beds or whatever it is just make sure everything is put together so that first impression is perfect when they walk in and also uh, one of the your agent will either do it but your agent might may ask you to do it is make sure all the lights are on make sure all the blinds are open make sure all the toilet seats are down that's always my hot button one Uh, and just make sure it's as presentable as possible for everybody walking through. What about the smell of cookies in the air? That also is a good one. Our, we had a listing uh, in our area that our client would always bake cookies right before. Because I think probably saw it on HGTV yeah, or, exactly. or uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines did it or whatever. And uh, it w- it worked. I mean, yeah. it made it made it so I ate like three of them each time, which wasn't the best. But uh, it definitely worked. I was going to say maybe not have it. But <laughs> oh, okay. <as> mo- <laughs> The, I think most importantly, have a neutral smell yeah. of some sort. You, and you could get, you know, when you're living at your house, it's kind of hard to catch those pet smells or, you know, just anything else that's kind of funky in your house. You're going to have people coming through. And one of the, you know, one of the senses that we have besides our eyes is our nose. So 
you don't want anything overpowering. You don't want anything, I guess, offensive is pretty obvious. But uh, I think the more one person's offense is another one's joy. (laughs) Exactly. You don't know what people's sense, uh, what they enjoy in their in their nose. But so uh, just air. That's what we're looking for. Just air smell. Air. Cinnamon (laughs) cinnamon rolls, cookies. Well, no. I mean, I've I've held you know open houses, fresh flowers, and and they've had uh, you know Febreze, not Febreze, but like those plug-in things. And those are just way too s- strong and chemically and fake, mm-hmm. gross. Yeah, like yeah. just not good. <laughs> it's vanilla lemon. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's or whatever know, vanilla <laughs> chemicals. But um, yeah, so I think neutral is kind of the best way to go on that, just because you don't know what what people are digging. Open the windows, baby. There mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> yeah. So one one of the strategies in this marketing suite we do, everybody does things a little differently, but part of the the strategy is to have um, your home. More like a movie premiere than opening and then like first day. So you've got, if it makes sense, you've got the premiere or you've got the opening, like a small opening with people that you think will like it, critics and all that. So they can go to the bigger opening uh, first day to then the wide opening. So um, with that strategy, you want to make sure everything's dialed in and you put it, um, get all your marketing ready and send it out. We do it at Compass through private exclusive because we've got a database. Um, get feedback and and we can show it to our clients. We can't it can't be shown to the open market, so it's kind of that private preview. And then coming soon lets the overall market know that hey, this property's coming on the market, and it helps build momentum. Really, you're trying to build some momentum coming into an open house. And then to you know in today's market you might build momentum and have 50, 60, 70 people there. So this was built in a time where the market wasn't as crazy. So hopefully you would have 10, 15, 20. Anyway, the the whole process is to make the best of your time, effort. And, and so by the time you go open to the wide market and you have your first public open house, you know, it's like a, it's like a big opening for a movie where it's as many people as you're going to get that have been looking in that area they're all going to know about it, and hopefully you get them to come in and you cast a wide net and hopefully find some good buyers in that particular way to do it. So if time is of the essence, I would always do that. Prepare it, do this big opening initially. One of the things, I, I'm sure you guys have noticed this too, in our MLS, when I have buyers looking, I'm like, just wait. Usually there's more that comes on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. So Monday, Tuesday, the, we're in this rhythm right now of I get a new listing. I don't put it on till Wednesday, coming soon till Friday, start showing it Saturday or Sunday. So that's just the rhythm of the market right now. But mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of doing that itself in a way. Um, we just have the added layer of getting it out to a, a smaller group to get some feedback, really, because mm-hmm. you might get feedback of, hey, we've got a lot of interest. Maybe the price is not high enough mm-hmm. <laughs> or we don't have any interest. And we've sent it to all these people. So maybe we should adjust the price. And you get the advantage of adjusting your price before you actually go live on the MLS. Right. Right. Because that number doesn't go on Zillow and Redfin and all that. And the marketing time. Yeah. That you're, and the marketing time. You're, yeah. you're, you're get, it's, it's just giving you a little uh, practice run at getting everything right by the time you hit the real, the real market. Yep. So that's the mega grand extravaganza open house. Do, do we have a name for that? Uh, I think you just named it. <laughs> MGH. MGOH. Muga. The truth about open houses, they can be worth it. 
they can not be worth it. It really depends on if you have that strategy behind, you have a good agent, kind of getting it all prepped, marketed, all that kind of stuff. Get it ready to go. Uh, it just, yeah, it, if you're just going to go out there and throw some signs out or don't do it. But if you have a whole strategy behind your open house and potentially you have that build up, premier style up to that open house, especially in this market right now, like I said, it, the open house strategy kind of shifts with the market. Uh, but those grand openings are, are always a good strategy to kind of get the most interest and most amount of buyers into your property. Now, if you guys want to learn some more about all of our other podcasts, we have a ton. Go over, head over to howtosellhousepodcast.com. You got episodes, you got resources. And like we mentioned earlier, we have a bunch of people around the nation. So we're out here in North County, San Diego, but we have a really good network of other agents around the nation. So if you guys are thinking about selling, go over there, learn all you can, hit us up, and uh, we'll get you taken care of.